just like to hit record right now? I'm hitting record now. All right. It's like this is a webinar. I just hit record too. Cool. We're recording. Damn it. 6.40? 640, 6.40, Carl? It's 8.40 here. Two hours late? No, I'm kidding. Some people just have no respect for time. You're telling me. So, yeah, as I was saying, I know the rules for sports. <laughs> I was in marching band. You were in marching band? That's not a sport, by the way. No, but in Texas, if you're in marching band, you have to go to all the games. There you go, triangulating. Every Friday night, I was at a football game in the stadiums, away and local. And then you have to go play basketball games. We didn't have to play baseball games. What did you play? Tenor sax. Oh, that makes sense. Let's see, I started playing tenor sax in sixth grade, and I played tenor sax all the way through college. So I was in impressive and jazz band. Wait, you've never played all the time I've known you, you've never played tenor sax. Because I've never had a tenor sax since I've left college that was in working order. It's like never running into a pencil and you're a writer or something. Well, I, I have one. It just is not. You're a musician. Yeah, but it costs money to get my instrument in working order. Money. Money is the problem. Is this what you're trying to tell me? You're full of crap. You spent more money on yeah. wood. No, I, you know, I cut down trees and mill it myself, Jason. I've seen you spend more money on wood. Plywood, maybe. You can lie to yourself, Carl Walker. But you can't lie to me. Yeah, if it, yeah, yeah. You need to fix this. I've been you saying that. You still got the chops. Well, I got chops. Every once in a while, I would uh, bribe a student to bring their saxophone to the room so I could play it. Nice. Man, you must miss the hell out of it. Yeah. I need to get my organ out of storage. I got a Hammond organ in storage and a piano. The Hammond organ, the Hammond organ needs work. That is a, that is an interesting beast because it's electromechanical. Well, the way, the way, you know, you know how a sine wave is, right? You know how, you know, you know, you know frequency, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, peanut butter or Nutella? Peanut butter with honey. Have you tried peanut butter, honey, and brown sugar? No, no, I usually go with bananas. Make yourself a peanut butter, brown sugar, and honey sandwich. Shit. Straight from my grandfather to you. My grandfather used to be a... a how much brown sugar? A, how much you want? Oh, see, that's, that's the right answer. Even distribution. Yeah, my, my grandfather used to be a soda jerk at the University of Texas co-op while he was going to school there. Cool. Call back to previous topics. My bourgeoisie cr- credentials is... I'm a third-generation college grad. Nice. I think I've told you. Have I told you the story about the gold pocket watch? No, never heard that one. Oh, I gotta tell you that one. We'll do. We'll do again, my wife says I have bad memory, so you could have. I told you. I didn't even tell you. I went for a run, but you go first. You had your. All right. So, do we do a cold open? Or do we introduce ourselves? This is an official episode. Season one, episode one. Oh. Hi. This is the show with Walter, the optimist, hey. and the know-it-all. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the show with Walter, the <laughs> know it all, and the optimist, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. so you're still gonna, you're still gonna lean on that as the, as the title. Huh? That's I gotta buy domains. Walter. I gotta set up a, I gotta set up a square. I gotta set up a website. I gotta start publishing. Right. Hey, I, it, it's your show. What's in it? It's in it. It's your show. I, I'm just, I'm uh, just a guest. We should have guests on. We should rope my brother into coming <laughs> on to this. 
Oh, great. Great. We can talk about beer. And you could get all the vitriol from the, uh, us as brothers. I, I can imagine. They'll just know about a lot of stuff. Oh. You know? But first. What? So who are you? Say again? What's your, what's your little quick? Yeah, I'm, I'm Walter. I'll say, who are you? What's your... Uh, you're, you're Jason. Right? Do you, do you go by first or last name? Oh, my first, yeah. All right, I go by my last name because I haven't gone by my first name since college. It's strange. How did that, how did that happen? Well, but my roommate was Carl as well. So there was two Carls in the same room. And so it just became normal to refer us, you know, it's Walter and Krieger. Mm -hmm. And then I went into teaching and, you know, you don't use your first name to That's teach. That's true. In high school. Well, no, I guess it was like every year through high school. I probably had three to five Jasons in like every single class. So I heard my last name quite a bit. What happened? Um, that was a hard eye roll, man. What was that? Oh, it wasn't about you. I was eye rolling over to the show notes. I was, no, no, no. That, that was just part of the follow up, man. I these, wonder what. These things, these things require an order. But I feel like I missed something. We're good on the name. I think we're good. The name. The know it all and the optimist. I'll follow you. And then it's, of course, it's going to depend upon what, um, what URLs are out there for sale. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the know it all and the optimist. I'm cool with flexing on that. No, that's that's a hard UIL to remember. It's a good show name. Hmm. Man, it really is kind of cold out. I'm sitting at 50 degrees. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Yeah, my toes are cold. My, my, my windows are all... I'm living inside an iced tea glass. I got all this condensation on the outside of my windows. <laughs> I can't, I can't see out. Walter, Walter T. T. That's a mad tea. So follow up because these things have an order and you can't skip the order. I mean, that violates the laws of the universe. Well, depends. The name, racism. Did we had a good talk last time on that. Huh. Uh -huh. I don't know. At the time, I felt like I owed you an apology because I didn't listen well enough. And after going back and listening to the edit, no, I'm not quite sure, but it was a good talk. No, we could revisit parts if you like but no i don't i don't think we need to revisit i just feel like i i, I need to work on the uh, listening portion of things well i appreciate that carl we all should uh strive for growth yeah we should all strive for conscious uh yeah conscious growth i think is maybe the way to think about it but yeah the way i figured is whatever i throw at you you always stick to the stuff that you are best to stick at Oh, you know, so yeah, yeah. So like, like my wife will always internalize whatever I say, right? So she'll flip around a comment and make it seem more about her than it is. And with Carl, I don't really always know where your mind is. <laughs> Enough talking about me. <laughs> Let's talk about you. What do you think about me? <laughs> a little bit. No. I'm clumsily saying what sticks with you and you talk about is what you stick with and what you talk about. It's not like you missed something, but 
But yeah, we can revisit. No, I, I don't think I don't think it needs revisited. I said what I needed. Now, at some point, you had said you wanted to ask Walter. Yeah. Wasn't that a section? Ask Walter. Yeah, that should be a thing. Yeah. Why is the sky blue? It's <laughs> a good question. I had a good friend call me up the other day, and uh, they had just watched uh, Cosmos, the new Cosmos, with their uh, their son. Mm, right. And of course, he was asking all these questions. And of course, I was sitting in the backyard uh, drinking whiskey, and so it became a physics, a drunken physics with Walter. Nice. What is what is gravity? I think it was last year, man. Went around all of integrated science, all the ninth grade. Hey, Mister, is water wet? You know, trying to stump this us. Is what is wet? Because <laughs> I mean, it, that it it's part of the whisper net. Ah. Mr. Carl Walter is water wet. As with all these questions, with all these questions is, what do you mean? Depends. Well, no, no, it doesn't <laughs> depends. It's what do you mean by that? It's like the, the, the most common question a kid wants to ask is, um, the most common question a kid would ask is, is that good? Is that strong? Is that better? And at the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, those are meaningless questions. Those are useless questions. Why? Um, why? Because there's no answer to them. Without it, 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 you have to qualify. What do you mean? Like, if I say, "Is it strong?" Okay. Well, let's take right. let's take uh, aluminum and steel, right? Right. Aluminum, pound for pound, a pound of aluminum is stronger than a pound of steel. Roughly. Depends on the test, I guess. Right. Are you talking about bending or breaking? Right, yeah. Which one bends first, which one breaks first? The steel breaks first, the aluminum bends. Well, the, the aluminum breaks, but the steel will bend and reform. I mean, again, it's like titanium. Titanium is not stronger than steel, quote, quote. It just can be deformed. It just, it, it has, you know, Deforms less. Well, no, it deforms more. Yeah. It, it's, it's more duct. Yeah, it, it's, it's more ductile in a sense. Oh, I might be wrong. I don't think so. I think that's wrong. No, steel is, I mean, there's different hardnesses of steel, but titanium. Uh, no, titanium yeah, you're breaks. right. Yeah, yeah, no, titanium snaps. <clears throat> yeah. Titanium snaps. Yeah. But it's lighter. It had, it, you know, it's other properties. Of, yes. It's lightness for its strength. And so, um, yeah. you know, what does it mean to be wet? Right. And, and again, this gets back to, you know, philosophical and Greek, you know, the, the classical f- philosophical things is, dude, you just had an idea. Congratulations. We're so done with that in this 15th century. We're done with people just having ideas. And because it sounds good, it's, you know, we're, we're, you're like pre, when a kid comes to you and says, is, is water wet, mister? I'm like, congratulations. You're pre, pre enlightenment, right? You're, you're, you're some stoner looking at their hand going, man, have you ever really looked at your hand? I'm like, you had a thought and you think you're clever. Go back to the 14th century because this is the 21st century and, you know, you need to be able to validate your ideas. You need to be able to document your ideas. You need to, you, there's a higher bar for intellectualism. Yeah, but that's a question. It is a question. It's a start question. question, but it doesn't make you clever anymore. 
It made you clever in the 14th century. It's a start. Well, I think the cleverness of it is just the fact that it, it's a starting point. The answer isn't quite intuitive. Right. No, it's a starting point. But don't feel like, yeah. like, is a hot dog a sandwich? Okay. You're not being clever. Oh, yeah. You're not being clever. You just asked a question. Congratulations. Well, then what is, what is clever, Mr. What is cleverness? Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah, what is, what is clever then, huh? What is clever? Clever is... Because um, <clears throat> I don't think that is, that, is what, that is the goal of the question. I think the goal of the question no, is they're, they're to trying make to, something no, the goal that of the, should be obvious. The goal of the question is to gain social standing and cachet by showing that you can outsmart and outwit another person. That's not true. It's what drives social media. I disagree. Look at me. I had a unique thought and idea that made you pause in the shower and go, huh, is the water really wet? <sighs> Could also just be genuine. A genuine curiosity, Carl. Without agenda. If it's a genuine curiosity, they ain't gonna, if a genuine curiosity, you ain't going to be a teenager coming up to an adult asking the question, trying to stump them and make them look like a fool. Yeah. Well, not to stump them, but to really ask. And if you do stump them, then, then you know, that sucks. But <clears throat> I think it's a genuine question, you know? Okay. And then it's also part of everything's a remix. Right? Like, I mean, because the goal on social media, the goal on all these things is to be the first to the meme, to be the originator, to be the er. Right? It's, it's a constant battle of that cleverness that originality that first thing right and because obviously you have seen everything is a remix have you seen everything's a remix i don't know maybe it's a it's a youtube series of videos you should you like it but everything is a remix creativity is not originality creativity is a combination of three things copying transforming and combining that new and original ideas do not spring whole forth from your imagination. They spring from the previous things that you have already seen in your life. So everything is a remix. Everything is either a copy of something that came before, a transformation of something that came before, or a combining of multiple sources. And the ultimate example of this that's given all the time is Star Wars. Star Wars. George Lucas did not invent the space opera. Right? Okay. All right. I'll take your word. George Lucas. Never looked into it. You can go watch. I'm good. You, you know about um, Flash Gordon. He's the hero of all of us. Oh, I haven't seen that. I've seen like parts. Uh, it's more. not that. It's, it's campy. It's. The costumes. I remember the costumes. Oh, yeah. It, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. It, well, it's, it, it comes from a 1920s, 1930s Pulp Fiction, right? It's, it's over-the-top costumes. But it has a queen as a soundtrack. How to go wrong with queen, man. No, I mean... Their soundtrack. They, they, they've done some remarkable soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. You know the other movie they did a soundtrack for? What's that? Highlander. Highlander? They did the soundtrack for... I like Highlander. Yeah. Here we are, oh, yeah. princes of the That's universe, right. born to be kings. Awesome. Yeah, come on. Yeah. 
I know who the Southern head is. It's just been forever. Yeah. The first time I saw Highlander was amazing. Is. Oh, my wife. I never thought that thought. My wife has been rewatching. Um, my wife has been rewatching the Highlander TV show. Because we can, we often get into <laughs> yeah. the debate of who's better, Duncan McLeod or Connor McLeod. And I, I, I have. Are, to these, leave. are they supposed to be the same? They're not. They're two different uh, people. They're from the same clan, separated by a hundred years or so. Okay, doesn't make sense. And we don't talk about Highlander two. <laughs> Good call. If we don't like, like it, it doesn't just like the Matrix two and three. Highlander 2 doesn't exist. Because if it exists, it would have been a good movie. And because it's not a good movie, it doesn't exist. Well, I don't agree with that. I like The Matrix all the way through. Hmm. I know people... I bet, you, I bet you like one of those people that likes Beastmaster 2. I don't know if I remember Beastmaster. Have you seen Beastmaster? I remember Kroll. I'm not sure. Does he have weasels? Yeah, he got, he got weasels and a hawk and a bird and a... And a, and a and a cougar, no, a, 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 a jaguar. A hawk is a bird. <laughs> it's a bird shirt. It's a hawk and a bird. Oh, okay. I got two birds. You want to see them? Okay. And no microphone. See who ain't there. Two birds and no microphone. There you go. Oh, <sighs> but anyway. So, anyway, everything's so going back to Star Wars and everything being a remix is, you know scene from scene in the original Star Wars, Lucas is ripping off Westerns, World War II movies, Kawasaki, not Kawasaki, um, it, like scene from scene, you know, he, you know, he's not quite as blatant as, um, who's the Kill Bill guy? Uh, Tarantino, right? But he's, he's, he's remixing elements. I mean, the, the classic is Led Zeppelin. I don't think I like the word remixing or remix. Uh, everything's a remix. You got to go watch it. It sounds, sounds like they forgot what it is to be a human being or something. You know? Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely how we come up with original ideas. How we come up with original ideas is by barring upon what came before. Yeah. I think creativity arises from what comes before. That is the whole point. Yep. A little shift in perspective, a little extra this, a little less that. I'm standing upon the shoulders of giants. You could call it remixing, but all the time. That's the whole point. That's why you have a tribe. Rum DMC. Yeah. So long. The levee's going to break. I think I'm going to shave my beard, man. My wife and my daughter say no, but I, I ended up doing it because it was getting long and scraggly and it wasn't working with the mask. Yeah. No, I'm okay on mask. I've been keeping it pretty short. Like a year, better part of a year. But no, I don't know, man. I think because uh, I think when you call it remixing it, it, it's easy to write off, you know? Like, like it's less than or something. And it's not. Tarantino's stuff is. That's on you. What do you mean on me? That's on, that's on you and your perception of the word. That's on you and your, your cultural ba baggage of not thinking the word is as meaningful and insightful as it is. Remixing? Yeah. You don't think, you don't think that's a way to write it off? I'm thinking if you, if you feel like you have a negative connotation to the word, that's 
on you. That's 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 your that's your that's your point of view coming in and seeing. It's how I hear people use it. It's how I hear people reference remix. Okay, as if it's not as good as being original when they're the same. <laughs> you know. So, um, what do you want to talk about? We should probably talk about something in particular. Fifty degrees gives me the sniffles. Uh, it's 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 the COVID. It is not the COVID. Shut your shut your whore mouth. Goodness. Talk about my grandfather's pocket I watch, I guess. Yeah, we could do that. We could talk about uh, we could talk about we could talk about the, my grandfather's pocket watch. We could talk about me being my own boss, and. Um, or we could talk about the Whoa. first turbo powered, the first turbine powered ship. We can go back to Turbinian. Oh, uh, the Turbinian. Oh, we can save that for the the, the bonus episode. The... Speaking of the double bird, the Turbinian is the ultimate uh -huh. double bird. Nice. Okay, that would be good. That'd be good to hear. This goes my. Uh, how would I... you go on? How would you make the table less wobbly? Don't you just fold up a napkin and put it underneath the put it underneath no, the thing? No, no. <laughs> it's a wooden picnic table. Right, you got the legs, the top, and then I got this. Just cross, add cross brace. So just this. Yeah, yeah. Or you know what you could do is you could go get some more of those struts you didn't use. Or this, I could do this. No, no, this cross X. This. Yeah. Those are long. I don't know if I want to do that. Long way. Uh, now, what you do could, you do? Do lap join them or just? Or you could gusset. Or you could go. Or the other thing you could do is at the joints, you could put gusset plates. You could cut out a piece of. If you don't want to have big cross bracing, you can. Yeah. You have the two pieces of wood that have been um, nailed together or screwed together. Go cut out right. a big plate of plywood and just make a plate that goes across, and make a gusset, and that will strengthen up that joint, and that will stiffen it up. But I don't want it to have shearing. That's what I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the plywood will take some, like, by, by, by paneling the joint with the plywood, make it bigger than, you make it bigger than the joint. That takes up some. It's of only that. connected to a two by two. Right. So this is, you know, you take like. They're also lap jointed. So. You take like a, a two foot by two foot piece of plywood and nail it on there. Or, you know, you, you cut it out. Hmm. Okay. Oh, if, I mean, if you don't want big long, you're looking for triangles. Right now, I have a couple, one big square. Yeah, if you, if you don't want, yeah, you'd cut out a bunch of triangles. But if you don't want big cross bracing, you can always try just going back and nailing in a piece of plywood on each joint that's larger than the joint, and that will stiffen up the joint. How do you plywood a joint like this? Put a triangle. So you you have a T, right? You just but put, there's no there's no common face. Except for this one. You make one. So how, where would the, all, all the way out to the edge, huh? Yeah, or, or you can always, I don't want to. You always can just uh, butt in a piece of plywood on a, you know, put a groove on a piece of two by four, put the plywood in there and then use that as a, you know, make your, you know, you know, like a carpenter square, like a speed square. Yeah, yeah. 
make something make something like that out of two by fours and a piece of plywood and gusset up the joint that way. Okay. I got you. Oh, saw a little bird yesterday. Mm-hmm. Tapping at all the tapping at the bark. So it wasn't. A, I don't think it was a woodpecker, but maybe it was. I don't know. It was small. But this. There's a lot of um, birds that eat the eat the insects in the bark. Mm, you know, it's just the woodpecker. Never seen them before. It's the woodpecker that has the um, distinct pop 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 sound. True. We have a bird feeder hanging out. Yeah, was... We have a bird feeder hanging outside our uh, kitchen window, and um, the mock not the mockingbirds. You don't have mockingbirds in Washington State. I need to tell you about mockingbirds, but the. Um, Woodpeckers are the most fun. No, no. The woodpeckers are the most fun watching in the bird feeder because you know how a woodpecker latches onto a side of a, a branch and, and does that? Yeah. So the woodpecker lands on the bird feeder and kind of is trying to hang upside down and then reach back around to get to the, the seeds because <laughs> it doesn't know how to land properly because it's not used to. That's silly. No, it's, it's used to being like downward, downward head working its way down the tree bark. So it lands on the bird feeder upside down and then tries to reach around to get the seeds. It's, it's funny. Oh, that's, that is funny. He only knows one way. Let's see what else we got in here. All right. So my, um, my, my grandfather's pocket watch, I'll, I'll say this story real quick. Yeah, let's do it. And then I guess we could talk about tur Turbinian, um, which I got to figure out how to say and pronounce, but, um, so my grandfather grew up on a farm in Roseburg, Texas. It's it's small little town. The only Rose Rosebud, Texas. The only reason that has any notoriety is have you ever seen Citizen Kane? No, I still haven't seen Citizen Kane. Oh, so all right. Rosebud, as a phrase, is the hook of the whole movie. Oh, um, really? Let's see. Wait, let's see. Oh, you know what? I just recently realized. What's that? Orson Welles was in the Transformers movie. Orson Orson Welles, like the actual person. Orson Welles, yeah, the guy that did War of the World, Citizen Kane. He was in it. He's at the he's he's at the end of the Muppet movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I just I just recently rewatched the original Muppet movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because Stephen Hackett is what Stephen Hackett is watching the Muppet movies, and I'm like, might as well. I see. Uh, so anyway, Orson Welles, his, his, his tour de force is Citizen Kane, Canada in 1941. And somewhere around here, I have my grandfather's um, college ring. But now that the time, now that I'm looking, now that I'm looking at the timeline, 41. Oh. See, World War II was what, 43? 44? Pearl Harbor was... I'm always bad on those ones. Pearl Harbor's 43. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor was 41. 1941. Huh. Okay, so, man. Um, I just watched a CPG Gray video thing. It says the best way to figure out the truth of something is is to lay it out on a timeline. That's actually not bad advice. This timeline is totally ruining my family lore. So let me tell oh. you the apocryphal story. <laughs> Let me tell you the apocryphal story, and then I'll tell you why the damn timeline says this can't be true. So my, as I said, Rosebug, Rosebud 
is um, a small town in Texas. It is also um, the central character or the central MacGuffin. And I don't know if it's a MacGuffin. It is the central idea behind the movie Citizen Kane, which is a retelling of William Randall's, it, it is sort of an imagination of, of Wendell, Wendell Randall Hearst and whole yellow journalism, which America is suffering through a rash of now anyway. Um, you know, we've, we've been down this road before. Boy, the 1880s, the 1890s, so feel like the, twin, the 20s. <laughs> the 2020s like is going to make it. Feel... No, the, 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 like the, the politics of today mirror the politics of what people were arguing about in the 1880s and the 1890s. We've been down this road before. I gotcha. It's not that this isn't bad. It's wretchedly terrible and very dangerous. Um, mm -hmm. But we've been here before. Um, so my grandfather, the, the family lore, was he was always called Rosebud in college because Citizen Kane. Huh. He cannot have been... I don't, and now I'm calling this in the question because Citizen Kane came out in 1941. Pearl Harbor was bombed in 41. My grandparents moved into their house in Austin while Pearl Harbor was being bombed. So that means my grandparents were already married. Like they were moving furniture into the house and it came over the radio that America had been attacked. Oh, literally. Wow. Literally, they were moving into the house. That, again, family lore. I recently, we were in Austin. Um, we were getting Heather tested for dyslexia because the school district never did the test sure. that we requested. Yeah, it, issues and reasons we can talk about. So we were in, we, we took a little family vacation, went to Austin, had her tested, waiting for the results back. Um, but probably gonna end up with that diagnostic. So the sins of the father continue down with your genes. Um, so. so you get for being dominant. But, uh, soon. <laughs> it, it, I think the problem with genetics is the opposite, but that's a different story. Though I don't, I don't, I don't know if dyslexia is a, a sex tra a sex trait. I don't know if it's on the XY chromosome. I mean, I I don't even know what the I haven't even looked at the research on what the genetic component of dyslexia is. Um. Yeah. But. So I, so I went to show my, my kids, because my, like, you always have that one place. My grandparents' house has been my, this is the ideal house for me my whole life, right? Oh, wow. This is, okay. this is the perfect house. So I drive by where my grandparents' house is. Now, my grandparents' house is on 34th Street in Austin. That means it's 34 blocks north. Well, Capitol's at 12th. So it's, you know, 20 blocks north of the Capitol. This yeah. is prime Austin real estate. Like, totally. as a kid, as a kid growing up, the lot was worth in the hundreds of, you know, over, over $500,000. The house itself, 30000 That's a million dollar piece of chunk of land. So, my mother and my uncle sold the house. You know, my grandmother died. Uh, my grandmother died, I want to say, a few years after we got married. Me and my wife got married. My one grandmother died three days before our marriage. I think I've told that story, have I? Mm. Save it for another day. Yeah, so, I haven't. No, so like uh, we drove to West Texas, did the funeral and buried my grandmother. 
drove back and got married three days later. That was, a, that, but that's a story for another day. Um, my, my other grandmother lived to the ripe old age of 98, 99. Oh my um, gosh, I right. Yeah, but yeah. the, the, but the last eight, five, six years of that were heavily into dementia. You know, hmm. we're rough on my mother, but. Yeah, I know. Um, so I drove by the house. Yeah. It's gone. This like gone like flat, like well, like they've replaced it with this. I wouldn't say it's ugly, but it's definitely not pretty. It's a, just a uh, yeah. There's a house, and the weirdest thing is, my grandfather at some point had bought the lot next door, so it was on a double lot. And so for years, text me the address. Text me the address. I gotta remember the address. Um, I want to see this house. Okay, let me see. Uh, you said 34th block, right? Yeah. There's 12. 15, 15, 15. I'll, get, I'll, get the, I'll get you the address here in a moment. But um, so my grandfather's house was on, you know, this, this double lot. Okay. I'm listening. And so, like, the house was on the left, and then you had a long driveway back to the garage, and my grandfather's garden was this. And the people who built on the house, you know, the house the house they built is, I know it's a very deep lot, and the house is right up on the street, taking up the whole front, so you can't see into the backyard because of the garage. Mm. So, let me see. Is there a cross street that you know? Uh, yeah. let, me, let me find it on the map. This is Austin. Lamar. Lamar. Oh yeah, I'm right there too. Thirty fourth Street and Bike Bike Breaker. Must be more north. Still on the oh, Did you find it? Yeah, but the picture online is still my. Oh god, that hurts now. It's seventeen oh nine. So the picture on Google Maps is still my grandparents' house. Sorry, buddy. Oof. And the house next door. Yeah, and the picture on Google Maps. The two houses next door are gone too. They're now new, modern things. So yeah, you can you could totally go take a look at what it looked like back before times so 1709 west 34th street that is what the, that is what the house looked like beforehand so you see the picture oh, almost there oh i don't know what's my problem i was using maps instead of google because google skittered a few things google maps Oh, we're both way too quiet for this, man. I know you'll fix it in the edit, but... That's all right. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay, we go. And bam. What? What? Oh, I see. Oh, there's like a blurred area. Do you have a blurred area? Uh, with the license plate. Oh, that is a nice little house. It's yellow, right? 
Uh, a yellowish, yeah. Oh no, I was looking at the neighbor across the street. Yeah, that's your the 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 neighbor is yeah. Turn around. Oh, I see. Long driveway. I see. No fence. Pretty cool. Yeah, so that's gone, and the house next door is gone. Sorry, so, I'm sorry, brother. That's uh, it's, a, it's all right, but that's that that's been my ideal house. Flag in the front yard and everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Red chairs. And so you see that fence in the backyard there? The street. Yeah. That's where my grandfather yeah. used to have his RV. Way back in that. Anyway. Uh, oh, that is way back. Yeah, and then on the right there, that was my grandfather's garden. He was a gardener, part of the men's gardening club. How did, how did he get back there? What? Like straight back or like horizontal? Was he parallel with the street? Well, the driveway goes to the, the left, and he would park it. He would park it. Uh, parallel with the street back there. Oh wow! Behind the shed? Uh, to the side, to the right. Oh, just yeah. That was Wait, that. Was that cut to the neighbor? Uh, it was. It was a tow behind. Oh, I see. Yeah, we're talking about the forties yeah, and fifties. Yeah, he he used to tow it behind his. Um, actually, me and me and my cousins, we just had a big fight in Boston last year. Of did my grandfather own a Chevy Nova or a Chevelle? What did he tow it or behind? Uh, that's easy to find out. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy to figure out. How do you do that? How would you figure that out? Just need a picture. Oh, body design, big time. Check out the check out the back quarters, and then you look at the front. Yeah, it, it involved us like emailing all the cousins and everybody trying to find a fit photo of the car. And again, mm -hmm. the other, you know, how how your how your memory of your youth imprints upon you. Um. The the other thing that I have covered it my whole life is a you know a seventies era green Chevy Nova because that's what Grandpa had. What color green? The the Chevy the Chevy sort of it's almost like an army drab green. It was I, at least that's what my memory is. It was it's you know the green of that grass. All right, back to the right. pocket back to the pocket watch. Um, okay, so they're in that house. They have an RV. 41, and that's when Rosebud came out. They're moving in. So obviously he couldn't have been called Rosebud in college. But let's take the story back a little bit further. Because the movie came out in 41, after they moved into the house. True. He might have been called Rosebud. He might have been called Rosebud. People might have called him Rosebud anyway, because that might have been part of the story. But it might not have been because of Citizen Kane. Was he from Rosebud? He was from Rosebud, Texas, which is basically a small farming Oh yeah, town. No, I could see that anything coming up just from that. Yeah, and because the story is, is he went to college in tw late twenties, early thirties, um, and his family didn't want him to go to college. They wanted him to stay on the farm and help out with the farm. Of course. And he went. He went to UT to be an accountant, and um, so the family bought a gold pocket watch and said, if you stay on the farm, you can have this watch. Otherwise, we're not giving it to you. Wow. There you go. Wow. That would work with people? Like they would say, oh, no, I want this gold. Well, they were hoping to keep them on the farm. And... I mean, apparently that was a common thing. You know? Yeah. Or, or they thought it would. I don't know. <sighs> so. 
That's what I mean, yeah. Go Padres. Uh, was a little Tarantino story about a watch. That's for sure. No. That's a good thing. <laughs> Somewhere, I think my cousin, I think my, my older cousin got that watch, but I got another one of his pocket watches, which I've been meaning for years to go get cleaned up and repaired and see if it still works. Mm. But in that house, we're looking at in the front bedroom. And that Actually, that's a front form. There's like a formal den and then a, another one that yeah. with that fireplace is um lots of memories but um it the watch was on the the mantle up there uh oh cool so he got it anyway yeah he eventually got it from them he did so yeah well there was well i don't know i always thought one of the two was the, he had two pocket watches up there on the mantle and my cousin got one i got the other one so and you know Thanks. i know the family story what's your, what's your cousin's name uh, Steve, Steve Schmidt. Call him Steve. He's a uh, six foot seven. All of a hundred and like six, all one hundred and twenty pounds, one hundred thirty pounds. Sort of bean. Oh no! My my cousins like the are like six seven, six six, six five. The uncle, they're all just. Uh, my younger cousin, uh, Will, he became a, a a grip. He became a cameraman. So nice. Worked on the Alien versus Predator movie, and I think the his latest gig is hey, hey. the latest gig he's done. Is he's a cameraman on a Brooklyn Nine Nine. Dude, solid. That'd be a decent little life, I think. Yeah, it's Kinda. it's one of those. Um, it's one of those he had to put in about ten years of building up street cred before he started actually getting paid. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's it's one of those industries where you mm. seniority is really really a thing, and so you just kind of have to wait for someone to die <laughs> you know Oof. to get onto a crew well not exactly you know you, you work a bunch of projects and you build up at one point he was the backup cameraman for the hockey team in dallas okay and so like every camera in the arena there's a guy that operates it and he and he was the backup and basically if he ever wanted to become the lead cameraman, he would have to wait for the guy in front of him to die. And then, you know, just, you know, it's like an apprenticeship. You wait for the guy to die and then you move into that position. My gosh. I wonder if you have to have like lore, you know, like lore about you. Like, man, that, that guy, Carl, one time the camera was just about to fall. The tripod leg was failing or whatever. And uh, he saved it, man. Didn't even shake the frame. It was perfect. I don't know. Something like that. What would be the legend of a grip? <laughs> That'd be funny. Actually, I got it wrong. Grips. Grips are the people. Grips are the people who set up the rigging, not the people who operate the camera. Not a camera person, but I was thinking. Yeah, no, but they have a name like Second Boy or something like that. Or I don't know. At some, like you got First Boy, you got Second Boy, you got Grip. Second Boy. Yeah, yeah. Th there's a whole list of terminology. Crafts. Not no more. Not no more. Oh yes, sir. I mean, yeah. Hollywood is Hollywood is terrible. All right. Ugh, that's the truth. <sighs> All right. Any other business? I think the cold kind of threw me off. Not top of my head. No. There was something earlier, but I don't know anymore. I'm starting into work. I told you about that. We're gonna start doing that. Yeah get serious for a second it's gonna be uh we got trainings 
they still haven't worked out our uh, memorandum of understanding, the union and the, the district. So yeah, the details of how we're opening. I was talking with Tal- yeah. I was talking with Talitha last night, and she was work- She was um, soundboarding off. Good. The things she needs to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's her new. That's her new job. <laughs> and and we were sharing we were sharing commentary about people who preceded her and people who like. What do you mean this doesn't exist? <laughs> There's a lot of. Yeah. We both simultaneously at the same time said it's not that hard. You basically, what do you want them to know? How do you know if they know it? What do you do if they don't? And what do you do if they do? That was exactly what Dave Martinez told me. Jeez, at least want the. I don't know. It's part of his vernacular. Yeah, it's not that hard. I mean, you know, the details, you make up the details, but if you just focus on those four things, that's how you educate people, right? It's like, I want you to know this thing. How am I going to know if you know it? What do I do if you don't? And how do I extend the lesson if you get it? Yeah. You know. Deliverables. It's basic and simple. So. Yeah, instead of those. But she was sharing with me the your, your, the that your schedule at the high school and the middle school, the what the day's going to look like, and that sounds. Well, mm. they haven't. They, there's some details about that that haven't been finalized yet. Yeah, so. that she she was saying she was telling me the schedule. I said, "Oh no, that's no good." And she goes, "Yeah, we're going to have a meeting about that tomorrow." No, they canceled it. And she goes, and I said, "I I said it sounded like an admin." She was telling me the schedules goes. I said, that sounded like an admin who was trying for efficiency without thinking about people. She's like, well, you know who made the schedule? I'm like, oh. Which one? That makes sense. Who? Let's see. Oh, by the way, I, I saw that, I saw that uh, today is Wednesday, the day after the optimistic day. Um, I saw that Martina has got a promotion. Yeah, man. He's going to be yeah. head of Ath- head of athletics, right? For the district. Yep. Good for him. Yeah, our meeting got canceled. That one she mentioned. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, kind of the stuff you're talking about. There's there's still some details that are that could that could shift. So before he opens up a a big meeting to talk about stuff yeah to depend on, needs to make sure there's less shifting possible. Yeah, but by, by the time you go in front of everybody, you need to be, that's not the time to make, yeah. that's not the time to be making corrections. And there are corrections that need to be made. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll make corrections after we meet too, I'm sure. But Absolutely. Be, um, there'll be a limited amount of changes. But what did you, you asked me something a second ago. How's it going? I guess, how, how you, tell, me, tell me how it's going getting ready. Getting yourself psyched up for this, for this new this new reality. Well, this is, you know, I took on a this elective called AVID, mm-hmm. and it's uh, that's that um, training sort of thing. Advancement via individual determination. That's what it stands for. AVID. Yeah, it's, but it's it's basically uh, an elective focused on. Uh, super student study skills and yes yes I know this is just good practice but 
there's an interview process and the incentive is we prep them. We basically just prep for college. You know, we want it to be school wide, of course, but they have this tutorial model that is pretty awesome. It really gets in, gets them in deep fast. Mm -hmm. Questioning and analysis and helping each other, like genuinely helping each other with genuine questions and, pretty cool it's a it's a good thing because it it's like putting all that stuff all that intangible stuff that we share with students that um that we always hope for and it, yep. it gives them a place and a space and, and, a, and a method to practice it you know so no judgment in other words which is good anyway that's gonna be tough without doing face-to-face -face in like classroom environment you know it's gonna be tough to do that so how am i preparing i'm gonna start waking up earlier get a little more knowledgeable do some readings talk with my team and develop things together yep and uh you gotta lean on the um is the symbol for avid this little man with his hands out raised yep that's the one you gotta lean on the um um asynchronous nature right you got to have you got to have a good a good backlog of materials for students to in, to consume while they're not face to face with you on their own schedule and 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 work it well i think i think that log will be developed through the synchronous recordings yeah right so i'll, I'll record lessons i mean it could, it could be as simple as it, it could be as simple as go back and review. Remember when we meet, it's been recorded, go back and review this and, and work on this, exactly. this project. And I think that's one way to, uh, to develop some of the stuff I'm looking for is um, it's a lot different when you look at a video of your, your class only, right? As opposed <laughs> to like some general topic yeah. being covered by your teacher, you know? because you're paying attention to the different people in your class and you're paying attention to when you asked a question or when you made a sound or a noise, whatever it is, but it draws your attention in a little easier, I think, you know? So it's so much of it is creating a ownership, right? Not ownership, but like, yeah, kind of like ownership. The students got to feel like they own the, the space, the learning space. Yeah. They got to feel like they, um, well, I mean, it's that it's that it's that thing that you want to try to foster in all students of um, not self discovery, not but you know, driven autonomy, uh, autonomy, um, yeah, passion. Um, there's an Educanese word for it, uh, but you know, so much you know, yeah. so many people do, so many people do learning on YouTube, right? Of some description. Um, but it's you gotta you gotta make it make it work and there's something i was going for here and i, I don't remember it but i was going to say um this is a great time for project-based learning joyce was messing around with that and, and it, in that last you know, trimester yeah, because the materials equal access well yeah that well, it just, 
okay. even in research and creating a product, right? A report or some, some sort of thing. Um, because the student has on their disposal and her disposal a lot of time, but not in a continuous block. And so a way to have a guided way to go through learning at their own pace, consuming the resources and such, but a lot, you know, they have less of your time face to face for you to be, you know, as we've talked about recurgitating knowledge, right? They have less of that or are the, the, I shouldn't say less of it, the barrier to access to you is higher. Yeah. But the barrier to accessing resources you provide the student is lower. It's true, they flipped. Yeah. Because they could just walk in anytime when I'm in my classroom. Or even just ask you, you questions know. while you're in the classroom, right? And they would see you day yeah. to day. Right. They but they I mean, would have all day they could just come in and ask me a question. If right. They literally all... can get themselves through the door. Or see you in the hallway. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, it's it, it isn't that it's gone away. It's just the barrier to direct access to you is higher, but the barrier to access to your resources that you provide them is now lower. It's, I direct them to you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's easier for you to put a repository. I mean, a lot of your time is going to yeah. be spent with not instruction, but remember this is due and remember the resources are here and remember I want it in this format and remember, you know, that whole project. <laughs> you're, you're more of a, the project manager than the instructor. A coach. It's going to be much more like coaching, I think. You know, we'll have some exercises to go through, some things, some new ideas, new techniques for research, new ways of thinking, then my own perspective, and then here's a thing to go work on. Here's how to know if you're, you're getting better at it. You know. I'm really going to be evaluating uh, early on a different way of grading. Yep. And uh, including keep like coming back to that thinking about grading. Well, only because this is the language of. Uh, it's important, right? It's it's the language of growth. It's the second thing on the list. Language of growth. Man. How do we know if they know it, right? And if if you're not evaluating them in a way that gives you good feedback, right? That actually evaluates it gives them. Gives them good feedback. Well, exactly. They need to get the feedback from me. Yeah. But it, but it needs to be. It's because. it's not. They need to know. Did they get it or not? Did they understand? Right. Right. If you walk around your whole life learning that two plus three is seven, and no one ever corrects you, you think that two plus three is seven instead of four. All right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So um. So yeah, it's it's important. Uh -oh. You had brought something up. I didn't block. We got a visitor. We do. We got a visitor. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know if you know this guy. Uh, Did you ever meet this guy? Yeah, I, I met him very briefly at the end. Yeah, Nick. And then I know he likes to go on walkabouts and disappears for a few days. Yeah. He's a Russian blue. But. He used to have one. Right when I think of cats. Is what I think of. Did I tell you we have kittens in the house? I didn't know you brought them home. I knew there was eight. Born yeah, well, the they are they are um, 
a little much for uh cat's mother to oh, take right take advantage to, to, yeah, exactly. to be watching after now so we at first had the older brother older sisters of the splitter but it's easier for but we took them back you know to give the mama some space but we took them right. back to the farm and now we have the kittens in the bathroom <clears throat> so that they can be both you know it's a lot for a mother so we're bottle feeding some of them and supplementing that's cool yeah it's a lot no i don't know man uh my procrastination's kicking in a little bit but well it's not immediate gotta, yet. after today i'm gonna knock it down it's not immediate is, yet so. and but you're not in that space it yet. is because no, I am because it's all here. This is the space. I'm not going back to my school. You're not going to physically be in a space. I don't. So I might. They might ask me because of that MOU, the memorandum of understanding. Still needs to be hammered out. That could be one of the details. Well, it's expected to be in buildings. Well, the three days the a week or whatever. Well, the fact that you're not physically but, in a new space, physically things around you have changed, makes it very hard to switch your mindset makes you know you're still stuck in except that i already know you know you know but you're not there yet right like it's it's the thing i'm struggling with it's this thing i'm struggling with my life right now and trying to figure things out is you know i've spent a lot of energy and time becoming very good at talking about education and i'm trying to switch things up in my life and i'm trying to change careers to another passion of mine but I haven't spent all that much time developing beyond what my knowledge is, my programming skills, my those skills, right? And so it's it's the thing right. I always tell kids is, well, if you're really into it, why aren't you doing it yet? You're living in a day and age, right? You say, oh, I want to be, I want to come become a skateboarder, and my response is always, well, why aren't you skateboarding now, right? And so I'm trying to get my creativity and my mindset over to like. Well, I want to be this thing. I need to. I, n I don't need to wait till I get the job to get the practice. I need to just do it. I don't need to become good at it. I don't need to become a star, right? But I need to demonstrate that I am doing it, right? And then finding the time for that. And it's just—it's kind of like uh, what do they say? It's from that stupid robots movie. You remember robots? Do you remember that? It was like a cartoon movie thing. Anyway, there's a guy and he says, Giving you a look. He's a robot and he says, uh, Huh? I'm giving you a look. <laughs> anyway. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he get, says, uh, Keep talking, I'm Googling. Find a need, fill a need. Find a need, fill a need. You know, because if you, if you have that, then the chances are other people will have that too. You know, then it's just about exposure. So. So if you're going to be programming or wanting to be a programmer, then you got to start fucking, you got to start programming, you know, like, yeah, I do it. Robots, the movie, yep. 2005. Yeah. Towards the end of Made by, this looks like a dreamscapes. I don't remember. DreamWorks. It kind of looks dreamworky. Yeah. yeah oh, I have a presentation coming up. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. On the no. 18th. Yeah. Talking about neurology and education. 
So that'll be fun, kind of. Yeah. We're having a meeting at nine, which means we should probably wrap up here soon. All right. We got some time. I so that sounds uh, good. I I should get to work and do things and see where this goes and yeah. Have more coffee next time. Hey, dude. And we can meet in a week and figure out where, figure out where life goes. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. The, the, All right. So hit the like and subscribe bell. Ring that bell. <laughs> ding, ding the likes. What? What? S- send me a thumbs up. I, I am. Know. So yeah. Same as before. Where can Internet, people find you? <laughs> so people can find you by oh, going to me, right? Contact you. The contact yeah, me. Right. Go, exactly. Okay. And you'll let me know. Okay. And, yep. you know, Google me on Von Walther on all the social medias. True enough. They can find me at Twitter. They can find me on Instagram and see the random slice of life from there. Yeah. Um, I think that's a show. Yeah, my man. you a blanket I did <laughs> now where were we Carl should, should I should I go get myself a rocking chair I'm talking no Siri. not Siri carrot weather yeah. You're not on the dark sky. No. Okay, so 36. No, 36 no degrees today. It's going to get up to 36 degrees. All right, fine. All right here, yeah. here we go. I'll do mine too. You We're going to have a heat yours. index of 110. Whoa. UV index. I don't know if we have a heat index over here. Feels like. There you go. Yeah. yeah.
temperatures in the field. They're the same. <laughs> it's our yeah, field. I know. We're already at that. 82 at the maximum at five. It's insane. Anyway. 